In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Lord be with you. Welcome this morning to our celebration of Mass here at St Bride's. Today the whole church celebrates the feast of St Catherine of Siena, who is patroness of Rome, patroness of Italy, and co-patron of Europe. We know that in her life here on earth she was a mystic, uh, which means that she had uh, great uh, visions of, of Christ himself and uh, great intimacy with uh, Christ in her own life through her life of prayer. To begin the Mass and to offer the Mass more worthily, we first call to mind our sins. Lord Jesus, your mighty God and Prince of Peace, Lord have mercy. Lord Jesus, your Word of God made flesh and splendour of the Father, Christ of mercy. Lord Jesus, you are the way, the truth and the life, Lord have mercy. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins and bring us to everlasting life. Let us pray. O God, who set St. Catherine of Siena on fire with divine love, in her contemplation of the Lord's Passion and her service of your Church, grant through her intercession that your people participating in the mystery of Christ may never exult, may ever exult in the revelation of his glory, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. A reading from the first letter of St John. This is what we have heard from Jesus Christ, and the message that we are announcing to you is this, God is light, there is no darkness in him at all. If we say that we are in union with God, while we are living in darkness, we are lying because we are not living in the truth. But if we live our lives in the light, as he is in the light, we are in union with one another, and the blood of Jesus, his Son, purifies us from all sin. And if we say we have no sin in us, we are deceiving ourselves and refusing to admit the truth. But if we acknowledge our sins, then God, who is faithful and just, will forgive our sins and purify us from everything that is wrong. To say that we have never sinned is to call God a liar and to show that his word is not in us. I am writing this, my children, to stop you sinning. But if anyone should sin, we have our advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, who is just. He is the sacrifice that takes our sins away, and not only ours, but the whole world's. The Word of the Lord. My soul give thanks to the Lord. My soul give thanks to the Lord. All my being bless his holy name. My soul give thanks to the Lord and never forget all his blessings. It is he who forgives all your guilt, who heals every one of your ills, who redeems your life from the grave, who crowns you with love and compassion. 
the Lord is compassion and love, so to anger and rich in mercy. His wrath will come to an end, and he will not be angry forever. And as a father has compassion on his children, the Lord has pity on those who fear him. For he knows of what we are made, and he remembers that we are dust. But the love of the Lord is everlasting upon those who hold him in fear. His justice reaches out to children's children when they keep his covenant in truth. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. And Jesus exclaimed, I bless you, Father, Lord of heaven and of earth, for hiding these things from the learned and the clever and revealing them to mere children. Yes, Father, for that is what it pleased you to do. Everything has been entrusted to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father, just as no one knows the Father except the Son and those to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Come to me, all you who labour and are overburdened, and I will give you rest. Shoulder my yoke and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Yes, my yoke is easy and my burden light. The Gospel of the Lord. Catherine of Siena lived a long time ago. She was born in the year 1347 and died in the year 1380. Uh, she lived in Siena uh, and her family uh, were quite prosperous. Uh, believe it or not, her mother had 25 children and she was uh, one of a set of twins. Um, she seems to have been a very joyful youngster and they even gave her a, a name uh, which is the equivalent of someone who, who brings joy to the heart. Later on in her life, uh, when her confessor and her spiritual advisor wrote about her life, uh, he apparently records in, in the book itself that she began to have revelations of Christ from an early age, believe it or not, from the uh, age of maybe five or six. Uh, whatever was happening in her life, uh, her family planned as was the course of those things that she would marry uh, around about 15 or 16 and she was to be married to her twin sister's husband. Uh, she had died, the twin sister, uh, in childbirth uh, and it was planned then that she would marry uh, this widower. She was absolutely opposed to it uh, and did everything in her power to stop it, even cutting her, her long hair uh, and, and fasting. Eventually her parents uh, allowed her not to uh, marry this, this man and, and then it became clear that she wanted to live a very aesthetic life uh, of silence and, and fasting. Uh, she joined what was called the Dominican Order uh, in its uh, tertiary stage, not a kind of a fully professed sister, living outside the walls of the, the convent itself in the house in which was her family house. And apparently she lived this very aesthetic life of silence, uh, not even talking to her family, not even allowing them to, to feed her or clothe her, 
she depended on the, the food that people uh, brought her, kind of begging, if you like, uh, for that food, uh, uh, almost in a kind of sense, uh, uh, being totally dependent on, on God uh, for, for, for what she received. Uh, said also of her that she she very often gave things away from the house, all of their possessions and their clothes. Uh, they would mysteriously uh, go missing because she had given them to the poor that came to the door itself. But what's uh, most interesting about her is is these revelations that she has, uh, and apparently these uh, were part of her life. Uh, uh, and are recorded, uh, as I say, by our confessor and our spiritual director. But there's also another part of our life which was is very important too, because she became very influential in, in the life of the church in Siena, but then also uh, throughout the world uh, through these writings. And many people regarded her to be a very exceptionally holy uh, person who had these mystical revelations. And she then took up a kind of role as a kind of peacemaker in the church and in the world, uh, trying to reconcile uh, forces, nations, uh, groups of people that were in conflict with one another, um, uh, uh, Florence, the state of Florence, uh, which was at war with others. She became a kind of peacemaker uh, amongst uh, these people and also in the church. Uh, at this particular time, the Pope didn't live in, in Rome, but in Avignon in, in France, and she managed to persuade him to come back uh, to Rome, which was in a kind of a state of turmoil. Uh, the uh, Pope hadn't uh, lived in Rome for, for many years, uh, and she uh, brought him back uh, to Rome. Uh, and all through her life then, she became this uh, peacemaker, uh, this person who was reconciled people, and people did listen to her because of her holiness and because of this uh, um, identity that she had uh, of a mystic. Um, I have to confess to you, uh, having read uh, some of St Catherine of Siena's writings, they're very, very uh, difficult. Um, uh, it's a spirituality which is from the uh, 14th century and uh, very difficult for our own kind of minds to get round. Um, we know that at the end of her life uh, that, that she fasted so much uh, that probably it was the fast itself that killed her, uh, that she became uh, anorexic in, in a way uh, and, and uh, eventually was unable to eat and then uh, of course her, her life uh, passed away at a very early age of 33. But we respect her uh, deeply as this mystic, uh, this person who has these incredible revelations of Christ in her own heart and in her own uh, soul. Um, I suppose uh, when we kind of think of those people though, that are, are mystics, that you have to be very careful, don't you? You have to uh, uh, be very cautious and very prudent, because anybody could appear and, and, and suddenly say that they have revelations or, or have seen Christ in their their dreams are in their in their minds and in their hearts and in their souls, uh, and as you get, might imagine, there'd be many uh, bogus uh, mystics and uh, much superstition uh, associated uh, with these people. So, so the church itself is is very prudent and very cautious about people who it regards and recognises as, as mystics and and people who have these great revelations of Christ in their hearts and in their souls. 
Uh, and it seems as if the church itself is, is very convinced about St Catherine of Siena. Uh, there's something in her words, something in her life, something about her that was completely authentic. Uh, and of course, down through the centuries, uh, churches kind of underlined that. Uh, not only is she patroness of Rome, patroness of Italy, but she's co-patron of Europe, uh, a doctor in the life of the church. Uh, there's something about uh, these mystical visions that the church itself couldn't but uh, recognise. If you're to read them, though, they, not only are they uh, astonishing nature, the, 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 the symbolism and, and so on is very difficult for us, uh, very often as ordinary people, to, to understand. Uh, but sometimes, isn't there, there, there are a kind of lights in the times in which we live, these great mystics that step forward, St Francis of Assisi, St Padre Pio, uh, in her own time, well, died now, but you know, in the times in which we've lived, uh, people who have this astonishing relationship uh, with Christ. Um, and of course, their relationship maybe kind of spurs us on to, to something also in our own life, not to God as an idea or as a thing out there, but that special intimate relationship that we have uh, with God in our own life, that direct relationship, uh, that relationship uh, in which we we feel and sense all the things that we've been taught and that have been uh, given to us. So today uh, we celebrate uh, St Catherine's life and, and maybe uh, just a small thing about St Catherine's, we, we know so many Catherines in our own life, it's a, it's a kind of a name that is so familiar to us. Uh, many people bear that name uh, of Catherine in their own life and uh, we're surrounded by people who, who are Catherines. Uh, maybe that reminds us uh, daily uh, of this great and holy woman in the life of the church who, who maybe spurs us on in our own life to, to maybe uh, have that profound and deeper relationship with God for ourselves. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, through your goodness we have this bread to offer, which earth has given and human hands have made. It will become for us the bread of life. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, through your goodness we have this wine to offer, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. And pray, dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Accept, O Lord, the saving sacrifice we offer in commemoration of St. Catherine, so that, instructed by her teaching, we may give ever more fervent thanks to you, the one true God, through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For in the saints 
who consecrated themselves to Christ for the sake of the kingdom of heaven. It's right to celebrate the wonders of your providence, by which you call human, human nature back to its original holiness, and bring it to experience on this earth the gifts you promise in the new world to come. And so with the angels and saints, we praise you as without end we acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them with the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you've held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. And remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world, bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters, who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face, and have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be coerced to eternal life, and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him, and with him, and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. We pray with confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil, 
graciously grant peace in our day, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who will live and reign for ever and ever. Peace of the Lord be with you always. The Lamb of God, who take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. Let us pray. May the heavenly table at which we have been fed, O Lord, confer eternal life upon us, as even in this world it nourished the life of St. Catherine. We ask this through Christ our Lord. And we continue to ask Mary's special protection for us in, in these days. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee, Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us and us now, and at the hour of our death. Amen. The Lord be with you, and may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Go forth, the Mass is ended.